In today's episode, our two beloved explorers, Antarctica and Monaco, set out to rescue their lost friend from the dangerous Monteverde cloud forest in the jungles of Costa Rica. Welcome to Secrets for an Awesome Life. You ever see someone living a pretty awesome life and wonder, man, do they know secrets that I don't? Yes, yes they do. And this podcast is about those secrets. I'm your host, Joey Massio, certified life coach, educator, and counselor for teens and young adults. Welcome to my show. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode. Uh, I think the topic of this episode is incredibly important, and I, I want to make sure I clarify something before we get into it. Uh, pressure and stress and anxiety as uh, the at the level that I talk about is really the kind that is intro pressure or stress or anxiety. If it, if it was a college course, it's, it's 101, right? Pressure, anxiety, 101. There are definitely people out there who experience anxiety and pressure at levels that are more clinical, you know, kind of more graduate level. And while the stuff in this episode can totally help you as well to a point, it probably won't get the job done. And I totally always encourage people to go seek uh, professional advice when they are dealing with anxiety and uh, stress or pressure that they feel like they've done everything, thought work and really try to, to be in a positive mindset, but it's just not working. There might be something on a deeper level there. And that's something that a therapist or, uh, you know, a, a medical counselor would be really, really good at helping with. But for most of the people that I talk to and coach, these are people who feel like pressure is just really kind of weighing them down in a way that they they can shake it off if they can just get in the right mindset. So that's what this episode is going to be about. Things I talk about in this episode have helped lots and lots of teams uh, be able to escape the pressure prism. So keep that in mind as you listen to this episode. And as always, if you are enjoying the podcast, please do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes. I do have that crazy goal of getting 250 reviews by the start of summer. And I'm at 150 right now. So I need 100 more. So if you have the time, I would greatly appreciate it if you were able to go and leave me a review on iTunes. And now episode 74, Escaping the Pressure Prison. Is their friend safe in a makeshift campsite? Or did she fall into Monteverde's infamous invisible prison? Find out on today's episode of Treasure Hunters. We start our story with our hero, Antarctica, and her trusty sidekick, Monaco, cutting their way through the dense Monteverde cloud forest on the hunt for a missing explorer. Wait, slow down, Antarctica. We don't have time to slow down, Monaco. Tuvalu could be in epic danger and we need to find her. Right, but but what if she's stuck in the invisible prison? Uh, how do we break her out? Uh, how do we even find her? It's invisible. I'm an explorer, Monaco. I don't let the details slow me down. Besides, my gut instinct tells me we are closer than we... Ah! Oh! Ah! No! Ah! Oh! Ah! Our adventurous duo fall through the forest floor and find themselves careening down an ancient maid's slide. Ow! I think I broke multiple somethings. It was worth it, Monaco. What? Why? Because there's Tuvalu. 
Our gallant gallivanter was right. They were sitting in a large clearing, the tops of the jungle canopy above them and trees all around them. And on the opposite side of the clearing was Tuvalu, standing in front of a large boulder. Tuvalu, I'm so glad we found you. Oh, hey, Antarctica. Hey, Monaco. What are you doing here? We're here to rescue you. Rescue me? Oh, I don't need rescuing. It looks like you haven't eaten in days. Is your hand stuck in that rock? Do we need to cut it off like in that 127 hours movie? Because I don't think I could stomach that. I'm fine. I found the largest diamond I've ever seen. Really? Where? In there. In the boulder where your arm is? Wow, yeah, that that does look like a big diamond in there. Jeez, a great find. Pull it out of there and let's go. Something about this clearing doesn't seem right. It might be the low growling coming from the bushes over there or this big pile of human skeletons around this boulder or both. It's probably both. Wait a minute. You can't pull your arm out of there as long as you're holding onto that diamond, can you? Not yet. And there's a pile of skeletons at your feet. Monaco, I think we are in the invisible prison. What? No, no, get me out. I'm too weak to be trapped forever. We're not trapped, but she is. As long as she's holding on to that diamond, she can't leave. Tuvalu, listen to me. Let go of the diamond. No, this is the most important find in my career. I have to take this diamond home. You can't take the diamond home if you're stuck here. Yeah, or if you're eaten by whatever creature is watching us from over there, we gotta go. I can't. I have to take this diamond home. Look at me. No, you don't. There are other diamonds out there, other ways to get money or fame. If you keep holding on to this, you won't be known as the explorer who found the biggest diamond ever, but as the explorer who died in a prison with no walls. Tuvalu, it's time to let go. I think it's time for dinner and and we're on the menu. I'm out of here. Let go. It's going to be okay. As Tuvalu looked into the eyes of her dear friend and fellow adventurer, she knew she was right. She loosened her grip on the diamond and removed her hand from the boulder. The two ran after Monaco just as a hungry jaguar leapt from the bushes, chasing after them. Just then, Monaco returned and fired off a flare, scaring the jaguar away, allowing all three of our intrepid explorers to return safely to the boat waiting to take them back home. I'd like to thank my amazing wife for uh, doing those voices with me. So today's secret for an awesome life is this. Chances are most, if not all, of the pressure you are feeling is self-induced, which means if you let go of something, you'll be released from the pressure prison. Now, I coach a lot of teens on this and also a lot of college students. And I, I coached one recently who was experiencing pressure from her own mind. Now, before I get to her story, I want you right now to check to see how much 
of the pressure that you're feeling right now is self-induced, meaning that you're, you're creating it yourself. Now, chances are most, if not all of it, is a prison of your own building. There's three kinds of pressures that I've seen uh, teens go through. There's social pressure, which is pressure to fit in or to uh, do something with friends or to make more friends or to go to things or things socially. Then there's future-based pressure where you're thinking about what college you need to get into and the job you're going to have and and everything future-based. And then there's, sorry to say it, parents, but parent pressure. So pressure that you feel is coming from your parents, certain expectations, uh, things that they are really wanting you to do. Now, even though all of these seem like they are pressures that are coming from external forces, they are actually all pressure or stress coming from what you are thinking about those external forces. Because somewhere out there, there's a teen with parents who expect things from them or with futures uh, who have friends or social interactions who maybe isn't feeling any pressure, isn't allowing their brain to go there to create that kind of stress or attach stories to what it means if they let their parents down or if they uh, don't make it into that college or get the certain GPA or if they let their friends down. All of that does come from our own mind. And if your brain's like, no, no, certainly like for sure it's coming from outside, you're allowed to keep thinking that, but you're really giving away all of your power when you do that. And you know me, I'm not a fan of giving away my power. And I'm not a fan of you giving away your power either. So think about it. The world that you build, that the world that you believe you are in, isn't as demanding as you are making it seem. Yeah, maybe people have expectations of you, but for the most part, you have expectations of yourself. And those expectations are what are creating the pressure for you. So going back to that teen I was coaching, this is a story of a real life Tuvalu. Okay? So this particular teen, when she jumped on the coaching call with me, I can tell something was different right off the bat. She she was really in kind of a bad uh, deflated, depressing mood. And it turns out she had just lost a major tennis match. She had to take the SAT that week. She was reporting boyfriend issues and all this was coming out as she was kind of doing this thought vomit, right? And, and I had to get into college and get grades and, and all this other stuff. And she was really, I mean, she was stressing, tears were coming down. I processed her through that emotion. I said, what you're feeling right now is totally fine. Let yourself feel that. There's a lot of pressure here. Like just let yourself feel the pressure for a moment and just kind of like a, a, appreciate it. It's a weird word to use when you're talking about an unpleasant emotion, but you have to recognize it. Let yourself feel it and breathe through it. And when her brain was kind of out of panic mode, talking about all this pressure, I kind of just poked each one of those stories or worlds or part of her world, I should say, that she was building that she was in. She was in this prison that she could not get out and it was full of pressure. And when her mind was finally a little bit more calm, I was able to get her to really take a closer look at the stories she was using to build the world she was in. 
Her boyfriend issues, she admitted, weren't really that bad. I was just kind of like the cherry on top of the uh, pressure Sunday. I don't know, <laughs> cupcake. I don't know what pressure looks like, uh, what kind of dessert pressure shows up as. The tennis match, she said, well, I've beaten this particular opponent multiple times before, and I, I guess it's actually fine that I lose one. And and I had coached her on this before, her tennis mindset. And uh, a really powerful thought that we came up with was even her favorite tennis star loses matches and she can't expect herself to be uh, more perfect than her favorite tennis star. And then we got to the grades in the college and the SAT, and she was just really putting pressure on herself. She was saying, the school I go to, everybody's super competitive and it's really important. And, and all this, this, these prison walls. And then I asked her, I said, I, I want to ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up, when everything's said and done and you're done with college, what do you want to be? And she said, well, I, I want to be a school counselor and help teens, kind of like what you do, Joey. And I said, wonderful. Guess what? None of that stuff matters. The SAT and, and the, the grades and even getting into the, the top college that you want to, you can still be a school counselor and do the work you want to do without being the best of the best or getting the highest SAT scores or, or anything else. So your future is really fine. And as far as comparing yourself to others, that's always a losing battle. There's always going to be someone out there who is going to have a better score than you, better grades than you, get into a more prestigious college than you, and, and all that stuff. So she was literally in a prison of her mind's own making. And it's very much like Tuvalu in the story, holding on to that diamond. We think, no, I have to do, I have to have this diamond. And though, that's kind of how she was talking to me. She was saying, no, I have to get a higher SAT score, or I have to get into a good college, or I have to win at tennis. And I just let her know, no, you don't. You, you don't have to do any of those things. And you know what? Your, your life is going to be fine, even if you don't. In fact, that mindset, I have to, is probably doing more damage or keeping you more trapped than a different mindset or thought that, you know what, it's okay that I don't get that SAT score or win this match. And for her, that worked. Now, I know some people out there are like, no, I must always strive for the best. If that's working for you, if you are not experiencing any pressure from that mindset, then keep it. You don't have to get rid of that. This is for people who are feeling an intense amount of pressure. And changing that thought might just work best when you are feeling the pressure. And if you want to hold on to that thought, no, I have to win this match. Like that's a really good thought to use before a tennis match. You know, oh, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna win this match. I'm the best I can, right? That's all that positive reinforcement. But if you are experiencing a ton of stress and unpleasant emotions in your life due to pressure, then really take a look at the thoughts that are building the world around you. Now all of these things that she wanted can be achieved without the pressure, the self-induced pressure. In fact, it's, it's easier to achieve these things when you release yourself from the pressure. In fact, when it comes to uh, parental pressure, I coached 
a dude this week who was feeling some pressure. He was at a job he really didn't like. He's in high school. He's at a job he really didn't like. And as I was coaching him, I asked, well, why don't you just quit? And he said, well, no, my dad doesn't want me to quit. My dad wants me to have a job. And I was like, oh, oh I, have you talked with him about this? Or is that actually what your dad has said? And he's like, well, my dad says he thinks it's best if I have a job. I said, okay, but you don't like this job though, right? Like you're not having fun at this job. He's like, no, no, I'm not. I want to go find a better one. I said, all right, it sounds like this pressure that your mind is creating based off of what you think about your dad is stopping you from doing what you want to do. Why don't you just go talk to your dad? And he did. And a week later, he came back and he said, look, I, I put in my two weeks at my, my job. I talked to my dad. My dad was fine with me quitting, actually. And he just said, yeah, I, I just, you paying for your own things is, I feel is the best. So just, you know, eventually get another job. And he said, oh, wonderful. And he was able to do that, but he couldn't do that when he was in his invisible pressure prison. Now, here's how you get out of your pressure prison. First, you check your facts and your stories. Remember, a fact is something everybody in the world would agree on. And your story is your own perspective of the facts and stories and thoughts. And stories are made up of multiple thoughts strung together, right? Stories are thoughts, they're all optional. Here are some examples of uh, things that are definitely parts of story. I have to. Anything that starts with I have to is going to be a story that you have. Now, you don't have to. You might want to, but you don't have to. And if anybody can think of something that you're like, no, this is a fact, I have to do this, and th then send me an email and let me know, and I would love to, to hear about it and talk with you about it, or I'll email back. But and, and don't send me an email that's like, uh, I have to breathe kind of thing. But it's something that you're personally experiencing. You email me at joey at firmlyfounded.com. Now, because some things seem like they're really true, but they aren't true. So really check the validity. That's kind of the next uh, way to uh, get yourself out of the pressure prison is check the validity or the truth behind your thoughts. Sometimes we say things, oh, he's impossible or he's the worst or something like that. And then you're like, well, no, he's not really. Uh, sometimes you say, no, I have to get this score or else my future's toast. Uh, you know, on the SAT, and I go, oh, well, do you? And they go, oh, actually, no, my friend or my older brother got in with a, a worse score than, than what I got. So really check the validity or the truthfulness of, of what you're thinking. Also check to see if you are catastrophizing. Catastrophizing is when we take just the worst case scenario and just put it on steroids and just be like, I, I'm never going to get into college and I'm never going to get married. And my boyfriend's going to leave me and I'm going to end up living in a van down by the river. Uh, so check to see if you're catastrophizing. Also check to see if you are expecting more of yourself than is really necessary for what you want. Okay, like the, the real life two of Alu I was coaching, she didn't need near perfect SAT score, 4.0 GPA and get into a really expensive college to become a school counselor. She, she doesn't need that. Uh, a perfect record or 4.0 isn't always needed. So check that. Also, evaluate the reason why you are putting the pressure on yourself. Why are you doing that? Is it because of comparison with others? Is it because of something you think your parents want? Is it just because you're holding yourself to a really high standard? If you are holding yourself to a high standard, 
and it's not in the realm of healthy striving, then lower your standard a bit because it's if it's causing a lot of pressure on you, then you're never going to reach that standard anyway. So trust me, this is something that I, I've done to help myself like start a business and a very successful business at that. And now I own two businesses. And so doing it really, really helps. Again, if, if it's working for you, holding yourself to an incredibly high standard, then there's no need to change it. It's, you know, if it ain't broke, right? But if it's bringing you down or putting a lot of pressure on you, then evaluate that. Um, and also realize this, even if your thought or your story is true, it may not be helpful. It's true that there are murderers out there in the world, right? But if I go on a walk with my kids that I want to enjoy, and I'm really thinking that thought, there are murderers in the world, uh, that walk will not be enjoyable, especially if it's in the middle of the day. And I mean, going through our very cozy, safe neighborhood, uh, we're, we're going to be, you know, it's, we're going to be fine. And that thought will just cause me fear. Now, that thought might be helpful to me if I'm walking or thinking about walking down a dark alley. So, Realize that even if a thought is true, it may not be helpful. So if you are in the pressure prison, give yourself a break. It is okay to fail. It is okay to not be as good as someone else. It is okay to let go of the thing that you're really holding on to, the thing that you're like, I want this more than ever, and there's never going to be a better this that, uh, out there for me. It's okay to let go of that. And you'll find that there are lots of options and pathways, other diamonds out there for you. And some of these other diamonds might be bigger or shinier than the one you were holding on to. So remember, your future is set and it's awesome because you have the power to make it awesome. Did you know that every goat has a coach? Those who have been the greatest of all time have always had a mentor or coach to help them get the best out of themselves. And that's what the coaches at Firmly Founded do for teens in our coaching membership, the Firmly Founded Teen. We help teens stop procrastinating, end self-doubt, eliminate awkward conversations, and conquer anxiety. Learn more about our program and when doors are opening next at firmlyfounded.com teen. Every goat has a coach. It's time that you get yours. 